Hello and welcome to this fourth week of Advent. This is New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal worship practice for followers of Christ. Today's call to worship is from Psalm 80. Shepherd of Israel, listen. You, the one who leads Joseph as if he were a sheep. You who are enthroned upon the winged heavenly creatures. Show yourself before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Wake up your power, come to save us, restore us, God, make your face shine so that we can be saved. Lord God of heavenly forces, how long will you fume against your people's prayer? You've fed them bread made of tears. You've given them tears to drink three times over. You've put us at odds with our neighbors, our enemies make fun of us. Restore us, God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. Then it planted its roots deep, filling the land. The mountains were covered by its shade. The mighty cedars were covered by its branches. It sent its branches all the way to the sea. Its shoots went out all the way to the Euphrates River. So why have you now torn down its walls so that all who come along can pluck its fruit, so that any boar from the forest can tear it up, so that bugs can feed on it? Please come back, God of heavenly forces. Look down from heaven and perceive it. Attend to this vine, this root that you planted with your strong hand, this son whom you secured as your very own. It is burned with fire. It is chopped down. They die at the rebuke coming from you. Let your hand be with the one on your right side, with the one whom you secured as your own. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us so that we can call on your name. Restore us, Lord God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. The scripture texts for this next to last day of Advent all have to do with the transition from the old to the new. They have to do with preparing our hearts and lives for the new creation that the Advent of Jesus brings. The text from Samuel is the final prayer of David, praying that the God who was faithful to him in his reign would continue to be faithful not only to his ancestors, but to the people that David has led. The gospel text from Luke is the closing out of the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth the embodiment of the old Zechariah, a priest, Elizabeth, a barren woman. And notice that not only is this child, John, the prophet, going to come and prepare the way for Jesus, but notice too that the old ends with a kind of muteness, unable to really speak the newness that Jesus will bring. And then in Galatians, Paul will say to the church, why in the world, when you started with the newness of Jesus, would you want to go back to the old ways of living. And so as we hear the text today, we too are preparing our lives to put to death the old and to enter into the whole new creation that Jesus brings. Hear now the word of the Lord. Our Old Testament reading comes out of 2 Samuel chapter 7, beginning in verse 18. Then King David went and sat in the Lord's presence. He asked, 
Who am I, Lord God, and of what significance is my family that you have brought me this far? But even this was too small in your eyes, Lord God. Now you have also spoken about your servant's dynasty in the future and the generation to come, Lord God. What more can David say to you? You know your servant, Lord God. For the sake of your word and according to your own will, you have done this great thing so that your servant would know it. That is why you are so great, Lord God. No one can compare to you, no God, except you, just as we have always heard with our own ears. And who can compare to your people Israel? They are the one nation on earth that God redeemed as his own people, establishing his name by doing great and awesome things for them, by driving out nations and their gods before your people, whom you redeemed from Egypt. You established your people Israel as your own people forever, and you, Lord, became their God. Now, Lord God, confirm forever the promise you have made about your servant and his dynasty. Do just as you have promised, so that your name will be great forever when people say, The Lord of heavenly forces is Israel's God. May your servant David's household be established before you, because you, Lord of heavenly forces, Israel's God, have revealed to your servant that you will build a dynasty for him. That is why your servant has found the courage to pray this prayer to you. Lord God, you are truly God. Your words are trustworthy and you have promised this good thing to your servant. So now willingly bless your servant's dynasty so that it might continue forever before you because you, Lord God, have promised. Let your servant's dynasty be blessed forever by your blessing. Today's epistle reading comes from Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 14. You irrational Galatians, who put a spell on you? Jesus Christ was put on display as crucified before your eyes. I just want to know this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by doing the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so irrational? After you started with the Spirit, are you now finishing up with your own human effort? Did you experience so much for nothing? I wonder if it really was for nothing. So does the one providing you with the Spirit and working miracles among you do this by you doing the works of the law or by you believing what you heard? Understand that in the same way that Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, those who believe are the children of Abraham. But when it saw ahead of time that God would make the Gentiles righteous on the basis of faith, Scripture preached the gospel in advance to Abraham. All the Gentiles will be blessed in you. Therefore, those who believe are blessed together with Abraham who believed. All those who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, because it is written, Everyone is cursed who does not keep on doing all the things that have been written in the law scroll. But since no one is made righteous by the law as far as God is concerned, it is clear that the righteous one will live on the basis of faith. The law isn't based on faith. Rather, the one doing these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Because it is written, everyone who is hung on a tree is cursed. He redeemed us so that the blessing of Abraham would come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, and so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. 
The Gospel reading is Luke chapter 1, verses 57 through 66. When the time came for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a boy. Her neighbors and relatives celebrated with her because they had heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy. On the eighth day, it came time to circumcise the child. They wanted to name him Zechariah because that was his father's name, but his mother replied, No, his name will be John. They said to her, None of your relatives have that name. Then they began gesturing to his father to see what he wanted to call him. After asking for a tablet, he surprised everyone by writing, His name is John. At that moment, Zechariah was able to speak again, and he began praising God. All their neighbors were filled with awe, and everyone throughout the Judean highlands talked about what had happened. All who heard about this considered it carefully. They said, What then will this child be? Indeed, the Lord's power was with him. Children weep no more Hope is on the horizon Weary world behold Your promised Messiah Angels let your song salvation 
darkness reigns no more, for Jesus is greater. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time, If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me, and if not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, He is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As we head into this prayer time together, I invite you to lift your needs out loud or silently wherever you find yourself as we enter prayer together. Let's pray. Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you for this day that you've given to us. Lord, we pray for your church. Grant that we may be great examples of your love, that we might be unified in your mission for your church today.
Lord, we pray for those who are suffering and sick, the poor, the needy. Lord, meet their needs today and help us to extend your love wherever we find ourselves among those who are hurting. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, who we have injured or offended. May they be granted your peace and help us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings in our lives. May we not forget to be thankful during this season. Now let's pray the prayer that our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Receive this blessing today out of Psalm 146. The person whose help is in the God of Jacob, the person whose hope rests on the Lord their God, is truly happy. God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, God, who is forever faithful, who gives justice for people who are oppressed, who gives bread to people who are starving, the Lord who frees prisoners, the Lord who makes the blind see, the Lord who straightens up those who are bent low, the Lord who loves the righteous, the Lord who protects immigrants, who helps orphans and widows, but who makes the way of the wicked twist and turn, the Lord will rule forever. Zion, your God, will rule from one generation to the next. Praise the Lord. Go in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministry by visiting nampacollegechurch.com, including our many services this week in honor of Christmas. Today's hymn was Here Comes Heaven, performed by Ryan Gage. It was mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible, Today's psalm reading was by Carly Bartlett. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Chelsea Pearsall. And today's gospel reading was by Scott Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.